Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, make sure you hit us up and follow the links to the shows on our Twitter and our Instagram, and then hit us up on TikTok as well. Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. Got to make sure we thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out you guys. With Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better rates, better coverage, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you at FBHP.com. Slash ATOZ. So before we dive deep into the Josh uh, Gordon visiting situation, uh, a couple news items because today is September 1st and it is a Vols game day. And I saw Jeff Rubel is wondering why we're not talking college football in the Tennessee Vols Ball State game this morning. Well, uh, we do have uh, something happening tonight for that Tennessee Ball State game, our Vols halftime show and post game show hosted by Charlie Burris and Jonathan Crompton, is back, and they will be live tonight for halftime and for postgame of Tennessee Ball State, and we'll do that uh, for the rest of the season, all the season, as those guys are fired up and excited for that. And we have a couple of uh, core sponsors uh, on board for our Vols football season that we're excited about as well. And with BetMGM, we have A to Z Sports Picks that is usually Friday afternoon at 2, but because the Vols play tonight, Alan Bell and Brian Edwards of A to Z Sports Picks, they will go live today at 2 p.m. to get us ready for the Vols game. And, and Zach, it's a 36.5-point spread at BetMGM. So uh, maybe the total, an over or under, which is usually around that 66.5 or so uh, number for the Tennessee Ball State game. So that is uh, that re- that information there. So Vol fans, get ready. Tons of coverage and also tons of coverage at A to Z Sports.com as well uh too so uh so zach that just getting that out of the way and so i did see that there's somebody asking about there's beef between us and a tennessee talk pod uh i I honestly don't and no you know disrespect to them i don't know who the tennessee talk pod is and so i don't know if there's any beef or anything going on that might be one-sided but zach josh gordon is visiting the tennessee titans uh we talked about this a couple days ago uh, with the potential of the Titans needing a veteran wide receiver, Josh Gordon getting cut. Now Josh Gordon is, in fact, visiting the Titans or visited the Titans yesterday. Uh, so uh, how do you feel about this overall? Well, it, you know, this, I think, is a sign of, honestly, desperation because we talked about – we knew this was going to happen. We both predicted that do they need a veteran wide receiver in their receiver room? The answer is yes, they absolutely do. and. You know, you can't go into a season just kind of hedging on Kyle Phillips, never played a real meaningful NFL snap. You know, Traylon Burks never played a true meaningful NFL snap because they're both rookies. And then Robert Woods coming off of an ACL. I talked about it. If one of those guys go down with injury in a 17-game season, which is probably pretty likely, and misses any amount of time, you're relying on NWI. And I... I don't want to rely on NWI, right? You don't want that. That is bad. You had to rely on NWI last year, and you survived, but 
that's not a great plan. So we looked at, you know, the free agent market and it is bare, slim pickings. That's what we said. And it is. You got the T.Y. Hiltons of the world who are mm-hmm. slow and can't separate like they used to. You've got Flash, no longer Flash Gordon, you know, on the screen where I just, I he's 31 years old. He's unproven. This is another desperate move by the Titans to, and it's, it's depth. It's not starting, right? Like, I think starting the season against the Giants, I think Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, and Austin Hooper, that's a pretty good lineup. I, I, I'm, I'd i like to see that. We will yeah, see that well, and, on Sunday. And if, if Racy McMath did not go to IR yesterday, and Terry McCormick first reported that on Tuesday, that Racy McMath was going to go to IR for with a hip injury, and that uh, in today's NFL post-COVID is a four-game minimum injured reserve. So and I and we talked about this a couple of days ago, Zach, after roster cuts. Of do you feel comfortable with rookie Traylon Burks, rookie Kyle Phillips, also unproven Racy McMath, and a little bit more proven than Racy McMath NWI to pair with Robert Woods in the first four games of the season? I thought the idea of bringing in a veteran wide receiver to help uh, get through the first month of the season would be a good idea. Allah, you also uh, were not as concerned with that group a couple of weeks ago because we did have that show as well. Yeah, but I, I again, I think the fact that Racing McMath is on IR does change things because now you have zero depth. Uh, and so I, I do think... Racing McMath hasn't played that much meaningful football either. No, I understand that, but you just have a le- another bo- less body out there. And so I, I think it would be a good but thing. But isn't like, that a concern? If you're looking for bodies... You know, that's the problem. You don't want to just be looking for bodies. Racy McMath is so unproven. Like, yes, he had a good camp. I I don't doubt that. But the guy has not proved that he could play in this league. So, like, Racy McMath is not going to be this magic elixir that solves all your problems. He, at the end of the day, is just a body. And, look, Titans fans can get upset at me, but I'm just speaking the cold, hard truth. It's that's why I was concerned about this wide receiver group a couple of weeks ago when we had that conversation. Yeah, I, I, I'm still concerned. I'm well, more and, concerned. Yeah, Brandon says got to use and several people have commented about the Titans. Got to use the Titans more. Going to need Chig and Hooper to fill in. I think Austin Hooper has a chance to have the most targets and the most catches of this football team. And the Titans are going to be a two tight end team until they're not. But Chig and, also. Do you agree? Didn't he slow down? He started yeah. out hot, yeah, but, but he I, slowed down quite a bit. Yes, but I still think when I was watching the Titans early in camp practice with Chig in a couple situational periods, I still think they liked what they had in him and his ability to be uh, a, a really solid pass receiving option on third down and medium situations where I do think they trust Chig can make plays there. Uh, and so I think they they still like Chig a lot. That he slowed down a bit, yes, but I still think uh, that they like Chig and where he's at. But they really like where Austin Hooper is at, and they like where Burks and Phillips and NWI are as well, and Robert Woods. It's just well, about so the stop depth. there. Yeah, Robert Woods is the key to this conversation. We know nothing about Robert Woods. We like they they hid Robert Woods because of his injury, right? I so mean, it was, but. 
we don't we have no idea what the production of Robert Woods is going to be because Robert Woods has got to take another I mean the biggest step in his career early in this season than he's ever had to do. The, you know the Rams offense he has been good but the Titans offense is not the Rams offense. And I'm not saying that Robert Woods can't do that. I'm talking about the mystery of Robert Woods. Yeah, and he I, could be really. I mean, he could be unbelievable. Like you said, the Titans hid Robert Woods. He played in the last preseason game, and on the second play of the game, caught a quick out route. Uh, you know, f- near first down, and they pulled him. Yeah, like, you, it, you still have no idea what you're going to get with Robert Woods. That's the that's the truth behind hiding Robert Woods. I, you I have no if, clue. I don't know if you can say they're hiding Robert Woods. I think it's the fact that Robert Woods is coming off an ACL, and that's just the normal progression. I don't think the Titans. I mean, how many snaps did he play in the preseason? I mean, like maybe two. So, but exactly. Not, but Zach, that's not hiding Robert Woods. That's him coming back from an ACL injury, right? And being a, and being a thirty-year-old veteran. That's that's you have typical. no idea what you're going to get. But again, that's not hiding Robert Woods. Like you're using the word hiding, like they're doing that intentionally. No, they're just treating Robert Woods like they do other thirty-year-old veterans, <laughs> like like Danico Autry. Is and that going to pay? Is that going to pay off Tannehill? to start the season? We have no I, idea. We, I understand that you can say that they have mystery around Robert Woods, but I don't think the Titans are hiding Robert Woods. It's that's just how they treat their 30 plus year old players in the preseason. He's a huge catalyst to this conversation. though. Again, I don't disagree with that either. It's just the hiding word that you kept throwing out there. I think is a little bit of a misrepresentation. I think it's just that they are treating Robert Woods like they do their other big veterans. I still think he's a big, big part of this. Yeah. And we have no idea what he's going to offer. That also goes to my concern. I, I guess my question to you is, I don't see how you can't be very concerned. They're bringing in Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon, and I will say it and say it again. Josh Gordon has been trash in the NFL for a long time. 2013 was a long-ass time ago. He was unbelievable in 2013. But he's also had his own personal problems throughout that process. Yeah. And then you've got to think, hell, the Chiefs cut him, right? So if if the Chiefs cut him, or released is a nicer term, the, the Chiefs got rid of him. If he's not good enough to be a Chief, that also tells you something, right? I, I, I just think that the history shows that Josh Gordon, and look, he's in for a visit, but I've seen the NFL long enough. Usually at this point, when you have a desperate team that is looking for depth, when guys come in, they usually don't leave and they usually sign short-term deals, right? Mm -hmm. Because the only way that he's not going to sign is if he fails a physical. But he just got off of a roster of the Chiefs, so I don't perceive that happening. But I think the image or imagination of Josh Gordon coming in and giving good solid reps and touchdowns and yards I just think is completely like not even close to being real yeah well and the the Chiefs uh they signed him to a one-year 1.1 million dollar deal in the offseason and it was just uh there was no signing bonus it was just if you make it the team then you get your money if you don't make the team then you don't get your money and so for the Chiefs it was an easy decision to save a million plus bucks on the cap and in cash and not worry about needing Josh Gordon. And I don't think the chiefs need Josh Gordon uh, because they have, you know, Hardman and Juju and 
uh, Valdez Scantling, and they drafted Sky Moore, who I think James Foster at A to Z Films is really high on as well. So it's just not a role for Josh Gordon because of his spot in his career. Now, Josh Gordon is not a special teamer. At 31 years old, he's going to play wide receiver only. The Titans have uh, five or four guys on the ro- five guys on the roster right now with Cody Hollister, uh, who are more unproven and have special teams ability. The only non-special teams guy right now is Robert Woods and then Traylon Burks. NWI and Phillips and Hollister are going to play special teams, and so would Racing the Math while he is healthy. So let's go ahead and ask this question uh, about Josh Gordon to these Titans fans here today. Are you in or out on Josh Gordon potentially joining the Titans wide receiver group? Are you in or out on Josh Gordon uh, potentially joining the Titans wide receiver group? But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever uh, you get hurt in life, you have to know where to go and who to trust. And you can absolutely trust uh, the dozen plus doctors there at the Bone & Joint Institute who specialize in any type of injury you could possibly have, joint sport injuries, life injuries, they've got you there. So don't fumble on your recovery. Head to boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download that app today right there. You see on the screen, ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports, the king of the sports book. Right here in Tennessee, you can bet right on your phone. And it's very easy access. Austin and I use BetMGM all the time, especially come football season, which is right around the corner. You can bet on Tennessee tonight, you can bet on the NFL next week. They've got you covered. That's prom- promo code ATOZ Sports. And if you refer a friend, you can score $50 bonus when your friend signs up for your invitation. That's all the way up to $1,000 in bonuses. If you have that many friends and that many people can sign up, use that promo code ATOZ Sports, all one word, no spaces in the promo code tab. All right, so the question we're asking today, A to Z Sports, on a Thursday, are you in or out on Josh Gordon potentially joining the Titans? I see uh, Brian starts us off with an N. Stanley, Roger, Eddie are all out. Eddie says, waste of a roster spot. Uh, Kevin says, in, not going to do much better for a wide receiver five this late. Uh, Franklin says, out, there are better options out there. And Franklin, happy to see you follow up with better options that you have in your opinion. Kevin says out. Johnny says he's in. Aaron Goff out. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Lucas says, as Fred Flintstone would say, out. <laughs> Billy says inhaling or exhaling, which is pretty funny. Uh, Brooks says out, out, out. Uh, Aaron says in to give him a shot. Carlos says out. Chris is in. There's a lot more in, Zach, than I initially had thought. Dylan, in. Not my first choice, but they need to do something. Uh, out of here, says Grim Jim. Uh, let's see. Jonathan Hernandez says, out. I'm glad they're kicking the tires. They need to look at everybody. But he's out on Josh Gordon. Zach, are you in or out on Josh Gordon? There's a lot of comments. And they're actually more balanced than I had expected. Yeah, well, I, the, here's where I am. Where'd you go? I'm out. That's where <laughs> I'm at. Uh, no, surprise, surprise. I, I, I've been out since even the thought of Josh Gordon came into my mind two days ago or three days ago whenever we talked about it. I just think his ceiling is so low. It is a desperate move. I think he's washed. Uh, I don't think, I think he's a shell of himself. I think here's one, I will give one compliment to Josh Gordon. It does sound like Josh Gordon has gotten 
his personal situation a little bit more stable, right? Where he was not that way for years and years and years due to the NFL league rule and some of the problems he accrued. You know, what is his ceiling? I mean, I think his ceiling is 187 yards and maybe a touchdown. It's not worth the money that you're paying him. I'd rather have a work hard, well, try hard Cody not- Hollister that has been around. And look, he's not going to do much, but I, Josh Gordon, I just think is a waste. And I think it shows the desperation of the particular position. And whose fault is that? I mean, ultimately it is the Titans fault. Des Fitzpatrick was a bad draft pick. I think they were, mm-hmm. they were betting on Des Fitzpatrick of making this team because of whatever progress was of what Des have had and them keep giving him opportunities Got cut, came back last year, played a little bit, made a lot of mistakes, caused an interception against Houston, then came back for another training camp, did bad, had a ton of drops uh, in the last preseason game against the Arizona Cardinals, and then got cut, right? Yeah. So, like, he's he, they wanted Dez to be the guy, but Josh Gordon's going to come in here and maybe be better than Dez, but Dez is a cut, right? Dez is a casualty. So what? I am out on Josh Gordon. Okay. I would rather have, and I again, I've said this, I don't like the idea of taking away from Kyle Phillips because I really like Kyle Phillips. I would rather have Cole Beasley at depth than Josh Gordon. Two completely different wide receivers, yeah. but that tells us, you know, Robert Woods, Traylon Burks, and NWI are, similar in the sense of where they can play in the slot guys of Kyle, Kyle Phillips and Cody Hollister, you know, they can go in and, and be and play different spots. I think this is going to put more pressure on Austin Hooper and the tight end group, as we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. but final answer, I am O U T. Kevin says Zach prefers the try hard Cody Hollister. Never thought he would have heard those words. Me too. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of Cody Hollister over the last four years or so in Titans training camp. And it's all the same. It's he works hard. He busts his ass. He practices harder than almost everybody out there. And it's still just not that great. <laughs> like it's like he is an effort guy. And I'll hear, we'll play John Robinson here in a second, because I am, I have a follow-up question that I thought up uh, here uh, on the fly here. Zach, I'm actually going to be in on kicking the tires on Josh Gordon. I just think for what the Titans have right now and knowing that this is not a, this is not intended to be a full-time, full-season fix. You're just trying to buy yourself a month. And Josh Gordon could help maybe get some points. Maybe Josh Gordon can catch some passes and convert some first downs for you or at least just be a legitimate big body threat on the outside. And, and I don't think, I don't think Josh Gordon should take reps away from Traylon Burks, but I think if you can use Josh Gordon in some spots, then it's better than right. What racing McMath could have been and better than absolutely better. What Cody Hollister will do for you. I, so I'm in on Josh Gordon. I, for I, a, Racy McMath. I'd rather have Racy McMath out there than Josh Gordon. I'm saying like for week one, week two, week three, like that, that, what for what I'm focused on as a wide receiver. Yeah. And McMath I, is obviously not going to be out there. I yes. And he's, and he can't, he's, he's on the IR for at least the first four games. And so, yeah, I, I really think Josh Gordon is so much more than what Cody Hollister is. 
So, and, you know, people bring up Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson, who was cut by the Bucks, uh, was picked up on the waiver wire uh, by the Houston Texans. So you cannot go get Tyler Johnson. There's just not anything out there. I mean, I, I, I would take Josh Gordon over T.Y. Hilton. You need a, a bigger body guy, not necessarily T.Y. Hilton, who is several years older and way more injured than Josh Gordon. Well, it's situational. We talked about it. They thought Bracey McMath was going to be the guy. I think if Bracey McMath is is healthy and ready to grow, roll, there's you know, no this com- you know, this yeah. conversation, yeah, Gordon doesn't show up. This is a completely different conversation. I also think if Des Fitzpatrick actually was worth a damn, they wouldn't have kept five running backs. They would have kept Des Fitzpatrick, but he sucked. I mean, he's no good. He was a bad draft pick. So, yeah. like, th- it's the situation that the Titans are in, and that some of that is unknowing, right? I, like, you take risk on a guy, you try mm-hmm. to – do your due diligence and then sometimes they work out and sometimes they are Isaiah Wilson, right? Like you just don't know. I think they definitely were too high on what Des Fitzpatrick could have been by when they started to draft him, then when he got in the facility and then when he showed what he couldn't do. And now you're, but now you're in a tough spot because you know Josh Gordon, he's just, he's not good. He's just not good. And and you're not going to ask him to do a lot. I understand that, right? So if you're asking him to be a four-week filler, I think you'd be better of, and this is why I said, you know, and I think I'm surprised too. Whoever said, um, and I'm trying to find that that comment, saying I can't believe that Zach is saying that Cody Hollister over Josh Gordon. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that either. That's unlike me. You said try hard Cody Hollister. Yeah, try hard. But try hard Cody Hollister is at least going to help you in practice, right? Get the right reps that you need and maybe be in the right spot. So the key here, and I'm tired of talking about Desmond Patrick, to be honest, but Desmond Patrick and and (laughs) either Taewon Taylor, they were liabilities because they didn't know where to go. So you don't want Josh Gordon to be a liability to not know where to go, to maybe run the wrong route or not be on the same page as Ryan Tannehill and cost you a turnover, right? Now you're in the negative, not in the positive. I think Cody Hollister will be in the right spot. Now, whether he'll catch the ball or not, I I don't know. So that's kind of where I'm at with this thought process. I'm just out on Josh Gordon. I would be very surprised if Josh Gordon came in and made an impact. So uh, Travis says, why not Kenny Stills? No off-field issues. He knows Tannehill and is familiar with the coach, with Coach Kelly philosophy. It's a good point because Kenny Stills not only played with Tannehill in uh, Miami, but played under Tim Kelly in Houston. Uh, I Again, I talked about this on Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember, that I think Kenny Stills would be a solid option uh, for the Titans to bring in a veteran guy because of those two reasons. Kenny Stills did not play football last year. Uh, did Josh Gordon play football last year? I've got his, he did. He played five games for the Chiefs. He caught uh, 14 passes for 32 yards and a touchdown. No, I'm sorry. He played 12 games. He had five catches for 32 yards and, and a touchdown. 12 games, 32 yards. Yeah, but again, like we know what the Chiefs are. Like it's not like the well, Chiefs. Well, they're more they're more likely to pass him the football than the Titans. Yeah, are. but but he was a super reserve guy because of Tyreek and Hardman and Kelsey and uh, you know they had a bunch of other players that are no longer there now too. But so I think I would. What does it say, Zach? 
that the Titans elevated Cody Hollister over Dez, over Kinsey, over Reggie Robertson. I, I try hard, smart, intelligence. That I, I think reliability. That's what it says. And this is this is the unique part about football, right? We go in there and we watch practice. We report on practice. We talk to John Robinson. We talk to Mike Vrabel. We do not know what goes on in those meeting rooms. And that is the ultimate X factor, in my opinion, especially in this era of football. It's just like in a classroom. You know who the idiots are and you know who the smart guys are. It's just like in class, you know, you know who the class clown is. You know who the guy who, if you give him a test, he would get close to 100. You know the guy that has a good relationship in the locker room. These are all things that are hard to find out in this day and age reporting on the NFL with the access that we get as a media. This is something that I think they base their a lot of their decisions on, especially in these type of situations. That would be my answer to your question on why Cody Hollister. All right, so I'm going to play a clip of John Robinson talking about Cody Hollister, and then I'm going to tell you what I think about who about the entire situation. And to the guy who said that we never call out John Robinson last week, uh, I hope that guy's listening. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Cody's uh, toughness level. Um, you know, he he's um, he's a depend extremely dependable guy. He's a smart player. He can play a multitude of you know multiple spots at the receiver position. Um, on a moment's notice without a lot of rep, you know, reps throughout the course of the week of practice. Um, he's been a competitive guy on special teams. He's been productive on special teams for us, which when you're not in, you know, if you're not the one, two, three, four receiver, you're going to have to do something in the kicking game, you know, realistically. Um, and he's, he's done a great job blocking. So, you know, all the things for that position, get open, catch, uh, block, dependability, intelligence, versatility. He embodies a lot of those characteristics. So unfortunately, my editing didn't save. But what I think about this is that it's an indictment on everybody who coaches and chooses players in the Titans organization that Cody Hollister is still needed in this organization. Cody Hollister has been around for so long, for so long, and you still are unable to find somebody who can be reliable in moment's notice that's more talented than Cody Hollister? Like, why can't they find another wide receiver who knows where to be, who blocks, who can play all the positions, and who can get open and work hard, who is more gifted than Cody Hollister? This is they like drafted the, poorly. It's like the third. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's an indictment on the scouting department, John Robinson, and the Titans coaching staff for not being able to get somebody who has more talent than Cody Hollister to be on this roster. And why is Cody Hollister, the low ceiling of Cody Hollister, is why is he still the break glass in case of emergency wide receiver here? Well, I didn't, I didn't hear that clip. I didn't hear John Rob. I literally, you, John Robinson said exactly what I said before yes. John Robinson spoke. I mean, it was obvious on why they keep Cody Hollister, but Austin, that's what Mike Vrabel and John Robinson value. They value guys that are dependable. That is the key word, right? Dependability. There are so many, and we've seen it too many times, Austin, wide receivers especially, they're just not dependable. They don't know where the hell to go. They run the wrong route. They may, they slip, 
right? They don't keep their feet. They, like we've seen it. And if Cody Hollister in a bind is the guy, I would rather have dependability who could play special teams instead of Josh Flash, no Flash Gordon coming in there at 31 riding the bench for most of the game and maybe playing four snaps or playing five games and only catching 32 yards. Yeah. It just, every time Cody Hollister gets another opportunity on the active roster, I think of like, how are they still not getting somebody who's better than Cody Hollister? It just blows my mind. Like how, and I get like last year when Cody Hollister was wide receiver eight, that you had to bring up to, to the active roster because of injuries. Like, okay, that's fine. If everybody gets hurt above him, then I get it. That's fine. But, but I mean, this is the September 1st and Cody Hollister's your fifth guy because of one injury. Like this has got, you've got to be better than that. Like Cody Hollister at this point should not be needed for a training camp role. Like you should have a better person who is Cody Hollister at this point. Like Cody Hollister is not supposed to last, but more than two years. You're supposed to just replace the same version of Cody Hollister with a better version of Cody Hollister, but they can't even do that. So it's funny. If you look at the Titans wide receiver situation, this is a transition year. I mean, this is the ultimate transition year. They used to be two solid tight end set, run the football, two wide receivers. Last year, they changed. Last year, they went very wide receiver heavy in their 53-man roster, and then they took chances on their tight end position in really Anthony Ferkser, but Michael Pruitt and Jeff Swain. Swain is a role player. You know, We know exactly what his role is. This year is the transition year, and what are they doing? They're going back to what they're used to. Now, they've got a better slot guy, I think, in Kyle Phillips than they've had in a very long time, you know, yeah, Adam Humphreys was the guy that they wanted to be good who wasn't. This is the transition of back to tight end centric offense. And, and then the question marks, as I talked about earlier, are you don't know what you're going to get with Traylon Burks. You really don't know what you're going to get with the role of Robert Woods. And you really don't know what, what Kyle Phillips is going to be. I mean, those are your three guys. And NWI, look, you love the guy's heart and ability. And all. He's just not adequate. He has a low ceiling. He, his ceiling is not I mean, high. I think he's adequate. I just think he has a low ceiling. So saying that, that NWI is not adequate, I think is a little, little harsh. I think NWI fills the role of your third outside receiver really well. I think he fills that role really well. And, but this is the transition back to two tight end heavy sets, right? This and they they had to literally reorganize the offense around Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Those are the two stable, you know, pieces. The offensive line is the offensive line. So I, I don't know. I mean, this is why you, this is why you watch the games. This is you get your popcorn ready. The first four weeks of the season are huge, and they you know they open with the Giants, which I think we all think is a very winnable game because I don't think the Giants are very good with Danny Dimes, but the game two and game three are that will be revealing what are you going to do on monday night against the bills in buffalo and at home against the las vegas raiders that's yeah. going to set the tone because you know i want keep on calling jeff gordon flash gordon josh gordon mr gordon if he even signs that's and you said it austin that's what they're signing him for is for a month yes it's for four weeks to get racy mcmath back who they like, who has developed 
a lot better than Des Fitzpatrick has over the last two seasons. Yeah, uh, really I'm with you. Season so I, and a training camp. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in on bringing in Josh Gordon for this first month. I'm in on it. Like, I, give me Cody. <laughs> try no, our Cody Hollister. No, no. I like I've seen enough. I've seen enough of Cody Hollister, and I've heard enough. Like Cody Hollister runs his routes like Serena Williams hits her serves. Like there's just it's just a loud breathing like explosive breath movements. Like I've seen enough of Cody Hollister and it's something personal against the guy. I've just, it, I've seen this now for like three summers of Cody Hollister doing this. And I appreciate that. And I like that in the athlete, but the Titans have to get somebody who is a better version of Cody Hollister. Like it's time for that. That is part of the job is to be able to replace guys like that on an every two years basis. You brought up Serena. I watched a set of the U.S. Open last, last night. night. Serena's Serena's game, and obviously, you know, this is this is it. She still has her fastball, but if she can't get to a ball, she ain't putting in any effort to try. She's just conceding and going back to her serve. Yeah, just which is the knows. epitome of intelligence, of knowing it's self-awareness of sport. Yeah. Know what you're really good at. And don't expend energy that you don't need to. It yeah. was it was very impressive that win last night. Just like oh, that's not my point. I'll let that point. You can have that point. I'll come back and get my point next. Right. And didn't even think twice. Yep. Just I mean, quit. I mean, I don't want to say quitting, but quitting on balls that just she knew that it wasn't going to even be close to being able to hit. Uh, and also Caleb, appreciate Caleb's uh, comprehension on this. I don't know if comparison Hollister to the yeah. goat of women's sports was a good comparison. I was comparing the breathing techniques of Cody Hollister and Serena Williams, not the actual results on the playing surface, yeah. the breathing techniques only of those two players was the cop. <laughs> All right, let's get to this. Zach Cody goat Hollister. Oh God, Just the people. Oh, man. All right, so big money, big money handed out in the NFL, in the AFC West this morning. And this affects the Titans. Oh, yes, this affects the Titans a lot because Russell Wilson just got a couple Brinks trucks backed up to his new house in Denver. Uh, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com, that's where you need to go to get better coverage, better rates, better service. If you're in the state of Tennessee, you got 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. We love Farm Bureau Health Plans. They treat A to Z right. They're good sponsors of the Titans, if you see that uh, in the preseason. They do a great job, and that really tells you what type of company that they are. I reap the benefits of their plan. They have helped me out tremendously since I switched at the beginning of this year. I really would advise you to go check them out. At least get a quote and see how much more you're paying with your old plan and how much less you could be paying with possibly Farm Bureau Health Plans. I made the switch. It's a quick 25 to 30-minute health assessment. They give you a quote. You get allowance on contacts. You get free teeth cleanings. They hook you up. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee, better coverage, better rates, better service. It's game day here in Tennessee, and if you are already a member of the BetMGM family, they can help you get more money. Uh, because if you are signed up with BetMGM, you use the Refer a Friend uh, invitation, and you can refer up to 20 friends. And for every friend that signs up via your invitation, you get a $50 bonus. 
they also get a $50 bonus, but you with up to 20 friends can get up to $1,000 in bonuses just because you refer and have your friends sign up with the BetMGM app. Uh, if you haven't done it yet with BetMGM, use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. And for everybody that's ready for tonight's game, A to Z Sports Picks presented by BetMGM with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards live this afternoon at 2 p.m. Central Time to get your picks in for Tennessee's season opener tonight. So get ready for that. And visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions, subject to qualifications, other requirements. Rewards issued with nominable free bets. Check credit for best five seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach Russell Wilson just got banked from the Denver Broncos. Uh, reported this morning from Adam Schefter. Five-year extension worth $245 million, including $165 million guaranteed. So quick math tells us 245 divided by five is $49 million on average per year for quarterback Russell Wilson. That is a great contract for a quarterback who is trying to stay among the greats. Well, you know when the last time the Denver Broncos made the playoffs? Peyton Manning Super Bowl? That was their last playoff game. Okay. You got to pay to play. This is the right move. We differ on Russell Wilson. I know we do. We've had that conversation before. I am high on Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson going to Denver, I think he is going to disrupt the AFC. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are very, very good. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. But you're taking a very experienced, and it's a new coach, but it's an offensive-minded head coach. I like Hackett. I do. I think that's a, a, a good coach for Russell Wilson. And he can come in, and this is replicating what the last two Super Bowl champion quarterbacks have done, which is Brady went to Tampa and won a ring. Stafford went to the Rams and won a ring. Can Russell Wilson go to Denver and win a ring? I think they've set him up nice. Judy, they've got pieces on defense. I, I like Denver. I like yeah, Denver probably like, more than I should. And I like Denver more than a lot of other people liked it. But again, like the Rams and the Bucks rosters around the first year new quarterback of Stafford and Brady were way better than what the Broncos have with first year new quarterback Russell Wilson. Yes, but the Broncos weren't bad last year. The quarterback situation was terrible. The Broncos' defense is yeah, very good. Yeah, it's not happening anymore. That's the point. Yeah, I guess there's just a lot to be like. The Rams and Bucks had bona fide studs at wide receiver. The Broncos have the Broncos players. Were a seven win team last year. I understand, but the Broncos have players you like at wide receiver. Like they don't have bona fide studs. Like they don't have Mike Judy. Evans. Judy again, could be a bona fide stud. He could be, but again, like he's not there yet. He's a, well, he's yeah, because he's had Teddy two gloves thrown. Uh, that's my my point is the Rams and the and the Bucks were rosters who were all they needed was the new quarterback to come in to get them to where they should have been. Like the Broncos roster is not bad. The Broncos roster is solid, but it's not com comparable to the Rams and the Bucks prior to those quarterbacks coming to town. Cortland Sutton is a bad man, too. 
if he stays healthy. Fair, but like he's shown, I mean, he's shown enough to, to for reliability. If he can stay healthy, which he has struggled with. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is somebody who is could be washed. Through. Yeah. But again, like I I don't like dislike the Broncos, but again, like I just don't think it's I think it's too much of a stretch to say, hey, the Rams did it and the Bucks did it. The Broncos can do it too. They're just not the same roster construction. Like they don't have the amount of superstars that the Bucks and the Rams had to be able to go do that. I like the Broncos. I, the, it's going to be the, the AFC West is the best division in football. Agreed? No doubt. I mean, no doubt about that. No arguing that. Yet. That's where the fireworks are going to happen. So let's, let's ask this question. Okay. Cause it could affect the Titans. And here's how we talk about the Titans. A lot of people are picking the Titans. If you do win the division, you're going to be the fourth team in the AFC because you're going to be the worst out of the division winners. Possibly it's a two horse race between the Titans and the Colts. We all know that. But I think we both kind of agree that whoever doesn't win the AFC South, the likeliness of them making the playoffs is very, very low. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. And the reason behind that is because of the AFC West. So let's ask this question. I'm kind of curious what the chat has to say. Who's the best team in the AFC West? Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, or Chargers? And another wrinkle to how it affects the Titans is the Titans drew the AFC West this year. Yeah. They play all four teams. uh, And that's not going to be easy. I, you know, for me, I am somebody who typically says I, I stick with the trend until I'm proven otherwise. So just like, you know, and we'll talk about this in three, four weeks. The Florida Gators are going to beat the Tennessee Volunteers until I am proven wrong. (laughs) The Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the AFC West until I am proven otherwise. You know, you can't argue with that thought. And that's just like because Patrick Mahomes is better than the other ones, and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes together are really damn good. And the Chiefs found some really good rookies late in the draft that started last year that will only get better. But we don't know. They could be good, as you said, right? Again, like. But, uh, and you know, Patrick Mahomes having a half a billion dollar contract will hurt the Chiefs uh, down the road. It's and already it started starting to, do to with Tyreek Hill and some others, right? Uh, so, yeah, it, it's just something that I'm going to stick with the Chiefs until I am proven otherwise. So, I'm not going to kill you for that take because I think it's logical. I have a feeling, and I watched a lot of, and I don't know, and it's Phillip Rivers for me, I guess. I watched a lot of Chargers football over the years. They're my West Coast team. Afternoon game, I need a team to watch. Last year on my fantasy team, which I know that you've been dying to know about, I got my fantasy draft tomorrow night. I'll, yeah. I'll inform you. Yeah, just Saturday. I'll call you Saturday morning at our usual pre-show meeting time to talk about my fantasy well, I, team. Well, Saturday morning, I'll be off, but... Uh, <laughs> I had Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler last year, so I watched a lot of Chargers football. With now Khalil Mack on that defense, I think the Chargers are the best team in that division. And I think the Chiefs and Broncos, I mean, Chiefs, I I would say number two. The Broncos, I I think the Broncos are going to make the playoffs, though. 
I think there's going to be three AFC West teams to make the playoffs. Yeah, and I think the Broncos are going to be maybe the last team that get in, but it's going to be a tough, tough race to the end of those three. The Raiders, I don't buy the Raiders. I, I don't know. I don't buy the Raiders. I don't buy them. I, I think Derek Carr, they, Devontae Adams, they've added him. I'm not, uh, but I, I don't buy the Raiders. Uh, you don't buy the Raiders. You cut out a little bit during that. I don't buy the Raiders. Spot. I don't buy the Raiders. I, I buy Chargers. Chiefs than Broncos. And I think Broncos are my dark, dark horse AFC team. If you sat there and told me that the Broncos are the number one team seed in the AFC, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think, I mean, it would take a lot. It would take a hell of an effort for anybody in the AFC West to be the one seed in the AFC. Yeah. I, but that's how I think the Broncos could change. Man, it, I no, like the Broncos. I, and the Bills have the the Bills have the route to the one seed just because the the best you know competition they have in their division is the Dolphins, uh, and so I you know I just think there's going to be too much cannibalism in the AFC West for somebody to arise as the one seed out of that. Right, but here's the difference on the Bills' schedule. I don't know if you've seen this. I, I saw it a couple of weeks ago, so that's what kind of rang me to it this is the bills first six weeks before their bye week and on the other side of their bye week they play aaron Rodgers. so let's go through this the buffalo bills as you've talked about their division and the back half of their schedule is easier so at rams titans dolphins ravens steelers chiefs that's a tough six weeks and then they got a bye and then the packers I mean, you talk about the first slate of your season. I would not want to play the Rams, the Titans, the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Steelers are are kind of a question mark, and then the yeah. Chiefs, and then the Packers. I mean, that's that's seven games right there that the Bills could blink and be three and four or two and five. Ah, man, I don't see two and five, but I see three and four possibly five. I mean, I think it's tough, but like I, I see like four and three, (laughs) you know, like I I don't like, well, let's look at the chiefs. That's very similar to what the Chiefs' schedule was a year ago. Right. Real tough out of the gates. They stumbled a couple times and all of a sudden the chiefs were three and four and people were worried that they were done and they ripped it off and came back and got the two seed. So I, I want to tell a complete story because I also have to tell the Bills' back half schedule, yeah. which does change. Jets, Vikings, Browns, Lions, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, Bears, Bengals, Patriots. So like, there's a lot of like wins, 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 wins. If they do start three and four. Yeah, um, yeah, and I see Max and a couple others saying Tredavious White is hurt. Uh, which I have not seen. Um, uh, yeah, Travis but, White won't play against the Titans. He's on four-week IR. Oh, I did see that, actually. that That's nice. That helped about Josh Gordon can score a couple touchdowns against Trade- with no Travis White. <laughs> Josh Gordon and a couple of touchdowns don't add up. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't scored a couple touchdowns since, like, 2018. All right, it is Sports here live on this Thursday. Yeah, you know, let's let's go ahead and switch to the magic bucket because, I, I you know, I, I don't think we're going to sh- keep talking in circles about the AFC West. Really interesting uh, division there, but uh, Russell Wilson getting two hundred forty-five million dollars 
over five years. But time for the magic bucket, Zach. Uh, but first, tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Your perfect make and model is right around the corner. A quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Payne Bone is family owned and operated. Payne Bone is the owner of Wilson County Hyundai. A great guy. He, he cares about the community. Austin and I personally know Payne. He's a great guy. And you go there and you ask for a test drive. He will treat you, I mean, he'll treat you great. And he'll give you a great price to say, hey, look, I, I watch A to Z Sports. I hear about Wilson County Hyundai all the time. I'm looking for a full-size SUV. He's going, like, oh, oh, let's check out this Palisade. Oh, I'm looking for a four-door sedan. Oh, well, maybe you check out this Sonata or a smaller SUV like the Santa Fe. They have your perfect make and model. They, you just have to go visit them, whether it's online or in person. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Don't forget. Two o'clock today, it is eSports Picks live with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards to get us ready for tonight's action with Tennessee opening the season uh, at six o'clock tonight. So it is eSports Picks presented by BetMGM today at 2 p.m. Central Time this afternoon on these same channels, but also with A to Z Sports uh, and BetMGM today. Existing users for BetMGM, you can refer a friend and get up to $50 in bonus per friend who signs up with BetMGM. That's 20 friends max for a maximum of a thousand bucks of bonuses and your friends get $50 too. So that's with bet MGM refer a friend program. And now it is time for the magic bucket. All right, Zach. So you missed the magic bucket last week. So it is, it is your sticker week today. Uh, are you prepared for your sticker? I am prepared. All right. And this is my favorite sticker to date. To date, for we've been doing the magic bucket, I think, for three years now. Yes, this is my favorite one because I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to put this sticker on. All right, I ordered this sticker personally. This is a sticker that I, I wish was in a different sport, but beggars can't be choosers, and the Ole Miss Rebels are national champions. That is a national championship sticker that says 2022. That does not say 1998. It is in baseball. It's not in football or basketball, but still national champions. That sticker is my favorite sticker to date on the bucket. Well, Zach, I think uh, Titans Kyle brings up a really good point. That's your favorite sticker over the tuck sticker because your boy tucks with a crown is right there. That's tough. That's tough. I forgot about the tuxedo sticker. This is my second favorite sticker to date on the bucket. That King flip Tuck flopper. sticker is bad. Flip flopper, flip flopper. <laughs> All right, because it is your sticker day, um, it is your turn to go first. All right, so here is Zach's magic bucket. All right. Say one thing you wish you could do as a talent. One thing you wish you could do as a talent that you can't do. Like you, one thing you just don't have the ability to do it, but you wish you did. I have two, but I have my answer. And I'll tell you my backup, but my answer is sing. I really wish that I, I have a terrible voice, but I sing like, I like try try to sing. 
and you I enjoy suck. singing. I you. suck so bad. I am so awful. I am the worst. But I I enjoy it. I like to sing. I'm but I wish I could sing. My my backup would be play saxophone. But then I was thinking about like mm. how often would I get to play saxophone? You don't bring saxophones to parties. Damn, I love a good saxophone. And, you know, you can't fit a saxophone up your sleeve like a jazz flute. No, you can't. So I think it's Yaz flute. But. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. Uh, but, yeah, so that's a good one. I, I would like to sing. That and, is a good one. And I, my fiance probably would say the same thing, that she would wish that I would either, like. Either she wish she could have it. Either you could do it better or just or shut up. Just stop singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so I pulled two out of the bucket at the same time. So here's mine. I have to wear a beanie on tomorrow's show. Beanie up. I don't know if I have a beanie. I don't know if I have a beanie. You have to go Amazon a beanie. Same day? It's a lot of pressure. <sighs> well, the, or you can carry it over to Monday. I think that will be allowed. All right, all you right, have to yeah. order something, but... You've got to put it in your calendar. Or Tuesday, Tuesday, because Monday, put it I'm, in your calendar. I'm not doing it on Monday on Labor Day. Tuesday. I can get a beanie here by Tuesday. I think so, too. All right. We'll make that work. That is the magic bucket for today. Nate says that saxophone. a good magic bucket. Saxophone, yeah, we've gotten some light ones uh, the last couple of weeks. Last week was good, though. Nobody says, God, that saxophone sucks. Yes. Everybody's like, ooh, there's a saxophone? That yeah. sounds good. Because nobody that plays the sax on stage or in front of people is really bad at the sax, right? You yeah. have to have some skill. So that's my backup. But I, again, I wouldn't play the saxophone enough. Yeah, and uh, Tiffany says go to Academy. Uh, Brian says go to Walmart. I don't think I have the, the flexibility for today to just head to Walmart and just go to that crazy parking lot checkout situation. Amazon Tuesday. I think it's fair. Yeah, yeah. Just put it in sure. the calendar. Yep, I will do that. All right. Great show today on a Thursday. Again, uh, don't forget at 2 o'clock uh, Central Time today, A to Z Sports Picks with our guys Alan Bell and Brian Edwards presented uh, by BetMGM. And we also have our uh, halftime and postgame show for the Vols tonight on these same channels on Facebook and YouTube. So check that out. Charlie Burris. Jonathan Crompton, former ball quarterback Jonathan Crompton, tonight, Tennessee Ball State, uh, to get that season kicked off. So make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube for that coverage as well and more coverage as we get closer and closer to the Titans season. No A to Z Sports primetime tonight because Charlie and Crompton have the halftime and postgame show. So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning on a Friday. Have a great rest of your Thursday. See you soon. Appreciate it as always. Adios.